Good morning, man. Hope you're all having a good day and you're out on a walk, ideally, because, look, it's going to get freezing and really pitch black soon in the mornings and in the evenings early, so you better get them steps in early on in the day. Uh, today, I want to talk about a uh, study, a study review, and it's very interesting, actually. There's a Netflix uh, documentary out about, you know, the blue zones and stuff, and this study is about the what they call super agers or the secrets of super agers. So super agers seem to have bodies and brains that resist deterioration okay they have brains of other people in their 50s or 60 when they're in their 80s and 90s and a new study from the lancet offers some insights into what is actually happening here so the researchers in madrid asked old older adults to complete several cognitive tasks that measured memory function the researchers used this information to sort the adults into two categories super agers 64 people and neurotypical participants 55 of them then the researchers used mris to peek inside everyone's brain over several years, the researchers tracked each participant, gathering extensive data about their lifestyle as well as conducting follow-up MRIs. They then uploaded the data into a machine learning computer model to find patterns. One of the bummers of aging, the brain tends to shrink in size over time. This is a news, other studies have revealed this state of affairs. The MRI scans from this particular study, however, showed their brain shrinks more slowly for superagers. Shock. Okay. Now Genetics play a role. The study reveals several interesting lifestyle associations, okay, compared to the control group. Super, so compared to the control group, the non-superagers basically, superagers scored lower on tests of anxiety and depression, complained less frequently about not getting enough sleep, were less likely to have high blood pressure or, or blood sugar disorders like diabetes, could walk more quickly, performed better on tests of fine and gross motor skills, mobility, agility and balance, were more likely to have a musical background. That's just very interesting. Obviously, coaching, um, the kind of coaching takeaways here from my side for you guys is really not clear. Activity is important. They can walk more quickly. We know exercise can help with lower levels of depression as well and anxiety. And they can't build high blood pressure. So, you know, not complaining about sleeping or like less frequently complaining about not getting enough sleep. We know that having some exercise in a day can help you sleep actually. Um, so other studies have done this link before. It's not a surprise, but in this study, they wrote the potential mechanisms through which physical exercise can improve cognition or prevent dementia include indirect effects on other modifiable risk factors such as cardiovascular fitness, obesity, insulin resistance, hypertension, and direct effects on the brain, such as increased blood flow and expression of brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Okay, obviously exercise is one piece of the puzzle. We have to look at like sleep, stress resilience, emotional health, and supportive relationships. Okay, but when we think about these things, like they all link. Like, do you see the link between these things? They're not on their own. If you've got an active lifestyle, it's not too active, but also not like. Doesn't you know? You know it's, it's good for you. It takes time to find yourself. You're gonna sleep better. You're gonna get tired out. The best way to to sleep in the night is to actually get tired for the night. You know, so you you wake up, you go outside in the midday, you get the sun, if whatever's out there, helps you stress, helps get stronger, but also helps you go to sleep later on in the night. Stress resilience. We know exercise is a form of stress relief if you do it right. If you do something you enjoy, you can reduce your stress. And we know emotional health as well. Being fit and healthy, having a body that is capable of handling stress is one of the foundations, right, 
you'll notice this. Say now you go on a night out or you go drink too much or you're ill, right? Life comes and hands you some problems to solve when you're in that state. You're like, ah, just turn it away. I don't want to see that shit right now. Why? Because your your body's in a mess. You feel down, you're tired, you want to sleep, you, you can't think straight, all of this stuff, right? And obviously that's induced by alcohol or just eating terribly for days or weeks or whatever. You start feeling like that. But you've got to remember, training, walking, whatever the form of exercise is, is going to give you a good balance each day. And when you're in a balanced state, you can handle these problems. So it helps with stress resilience in both ways. It helps with emotional health as well. You don't feel like you're in a whirlwind all the time. You know, like I saw a great quote on um, the Daily Philosopher page earlier today. Let me just get it up. And I thought it was brilliant. Bang on. And it's the same for a lot of people. Um, Let's find it. Where are you? Before you heal someone, ask him if he's willing to give up the things that make him sick. Okay. So that's the same for us. Before you heal yourself, are you willing to give up the things that are making you sick? Think about it. Think about it. And the third point about the music is thought that both listening to and playing music both serve as workouts for the brain. Interesting this. I want to look into it more because I do use an app called Brain FM. And apparently it makes you focus better, which it does for me. Um, and they claim that they're using like these brain waves and certain frequencies, all this stuff. Like I don't know how much... Uh, researchers behind it I just like the music it's like the piano and the stuff like that but yeah there's something to do with music tuning in like why why does white noise help me sleep is it because I'm a baby <laughs> I don't know there's something to do with music in the brain here so have a look into it have a look into it now with that covered which should motivate you if you want to keep you keep your mind for as long as possible um you do your exercise, go for a walk, to get your sleep in, to stop complaining about having sleep. And I know it's just harder for you with kids and all that, but you've got to try your best. That's all you can do. I found an old journal of mine from 2019 to 2021, I think it was. Um, I'm going to read a few notes up for it, actually, because it makes a lot of sense. And it's good to go back through stuff. 16th of January, Fulham, 11.30pm, 2022. There we are. Late at night. What am I doing? Competition is for losers. Peter Thiel, very true. We always compare and it just dissipates energy, doesn't it? You're comparing to people and it wastes energy. You go on TikTok and you compare yourself to other people on Instagram. You're wasting energy by comparing and you've got no, none left for yourself. If you're exhausted, you're on the couch and you're going in a circle and scrolling and scrolling. It sucks the energy out of you. You go to sleep, but you're not really asleep because you've had that light in front of your phone. And we all do this, or a lot of us do this. And it really rinses us. We need to make sure we're not putting ourselves into competition engines, because that's all the social media is, it's competition engines. They're making us feel worse about ourselves. And once you realise that, like the quote says, are you willing to give the things up that are making you sick? Hmm? Don't know. Nobody can compete with you being you, because you are just you. Even though you're unique subjectively, we're all human beings in the end, right? We're all human beings, we're all one, all la la. But yeah, we have got unique backgrounds and experiences, and we resonate with other people, but if you want someone else's uh, money, then you have to be willing to switch everything about you for them. Not just the money part of them, the family, friends, how they look, their, everything. You can't just cherry pick, right? Because this is a stupid cherry pick. Yes, when it's this, when it's this, this. You basically think like a scientist, like a scientist going to a lab and being able to pick any genetic modification and have it all done into one baby, like, you know? You're asking for like a superhuman, 
That's what we're all trying to walk around. I wish I was a superhuman. It's not how it works. Okay. Decent, consistent effort produces the magic. Do not underestimate this. The most successful things are boring. Show up every day, consistently produce. And success is a byproduct. People who are super into paleo are now super into keto. It's all bullshit. And this is true, right? You know, what's the new phrase? What's the new stuff now? So whether it was paleo and it's keto and it's carnivore, and now it's like the gut stuff, and it's now the blood glucose monitors. It's the same problem in a different outfit, over and over and over and over and over, and people keep falling for it over and over and over again, right? The same people that were on keto two years ago are on the blood glucose monitors now. The same people, you know, people are falling for these things all the time. Now, is there some benefits to all of these things? Of course, because that's what people do. They look at the research, they pluck out something, they go, see, this has got this benefit. And they don't think of the whole lifestyle of it. They just think of, look, if this was done perfectly, this is the benefit. But in the real life situation, it doesn't work that way. There was even a study that came out the other day about intuitive eating. And basically, the, the, the end kind of conclusion is intuitive eating doesn't make sense in the world. It's not intuitive for human beings. We don't live in a normal world where our brains have evolved to live in this world. St- our brains are still old in a sense that we were surrounded by limited food and only foods that the word ultra-processed, stuff like that. So people are intuitively eating every day, they found in this research. Of course they are. People are intuitively eating when they're getting overweight. It's because the foods we're eating are not kind of like... What's the word? It's not that they're obviously not natural because they're processed, but you can't just leave it up for your brain that's not evolved for this world. That's why we've got to be on it. That's why we've got to be on... And watch, that's why we've got to be very careful with how we're reacting to the environment because the environment is very artificial for the human brain right now. Anxiety is only going off before for danger. Now anxiety goes off for like all sorts of stuff. All of these things are factors that impact how we deal day to day. All of them. So we can't just rely on being intuitive eaters because it's not worked for the people who are intuitively eating and they're overeating all the time every day. Right? So I thought I'd cover that bit there. That's quite a good one. Okay, what else have I got? And I got bits here, which I think is which makes sense because uh, and it ties in nicely because the Rugby World Cup is on. So let's have a look here. I've got the uh, oh yeah, the All Blacks mantra. The All Blacks are the best team ever. The All Blacks are the most successful professional sports team ever. I think the win percentage is like 78% for like over a 100 year period. They've got mantras they all follow as a team and I think we should follow these today. Number one, sweep the sheds. Never be too big to do the small things that need to be done. Number two, go for the gap. When you're on top of your game, change your game. Okay, don't be, don't just sit back. If you can do it, if you can go for it, go for it. Even if it means changing where you are now when you're comfortable at. Play with purpose and ask why. Number four, pass the ball. Leaders create leaders. Number five, create a learning environment. Leaders are teachers. Number six, no dickheads. Follow the spearhead. Be a good leader. Number seven, embrace expectations. Aim for the highest cloud. Embrace the fear of failure. Number eight, train to win. Practice under pressure. That's an important one. Sometimes we go through the motions and stuff to me. Sometimes we've got to put the bodies to the tests. Sometimes training isn't going to be super enjoyable and we've got to make sure we're doing it at the right times, right? 
when I was just purposely blasting every training session, but we do want to be progressively overloading, making things harder and harder. Number nine, keep a blue head or a cool head. Control your attention. Number 10, know thyself. Keep it real. Number 11, invent your own language. Sing your world into existence. Number 12, sacrifice. Find something you would die for and give your life to it. Number 13, ritualize to actualize. Create a culture. Number 14, be a good ancestor. Plant trees you know you'll never see. This is a good one. We're so selfish these days. So, so selfish. Be a good ancestor. Think of what all our ancestors did for us to be here today. Think of all the sacrifices they did for us to be here today. Crazy. So, yeah, those are some of them. Uh, 80% win rate. Unbelievable. Obviously, it's dropped a bit now. Um, but, yeah, crazy. So, yeah. I think I'll, I think I'll leave her enough for now. Um, I just wanted to remind you... Of those mantras, I've said them maybe actually a few years ago now, so probably don't remember them. But again, when we're thinking of brain health, total health, all the stuff, it comes back to the same stuff. You'd be thinking, well, Scott, everything you say comes back to like walking, doing some good exercise, not good nutrition, you know, reducing your stress, sleeping well. Yeah, of course, it all ties down to this. There's nothing, there's no magic here. It's the consistent effort day to day, one day at a time, focus on this thing. Am I going to sleep well tonight? If I feel stressed, what am I going to do? Am I going to speak to someone? Have I got a workout? Have I got an outlet for stress? My emotional health, how is that? Have I got people to speak to? Am I looking at what's in my control or what's not? Am I putting all of my eggs in the baskets of the things I can't control and is that causing me turmoil inside? Right? And am I nurturing close relationships? Yes, they bring a lot to our lives, but how can we serve other people? How can we plant trees we'll never see? Um, that we'll never get under in the future, you know? And that's one big thing, but like helping other people makes you feel good because we know intrinsically there's something about it that makes us feel good. Why? Probably evolved to feel good helping other people without anything in return. That's how humans survived as a species, no doubt. We we actually collectively came together. The Neanderthals were actually more intelligent and better tools and stuff than us. But as a species, we supported each other and socially helped each other, you know? And in that book, Play Well With Others, it explains that the people were most happiest when they were actually post, um, post-disaster, post-wars, post-floods, post-natural disasters, where all the community had to just help each other, nothing, nothing in it for them, just, just help. So sometimes we need to get out of our own heads, big time, put ourselves at service of humanity, in a sense, in whatever way you want to do that, and you start free yourself again, you feel free. Dalai Lama said it, I asked him, Dalai Lama. If you could whisper into every person's ear who had anxiety and depression, what would you say? He said, stop thinking about the me, 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 me. Be altruistic. Do something today. It's not for your own benefit, financially, status-driven, nothing like that. Yes, you'll feel good about doing a good deed. It's impossible not to. But maybe do that for a day and see what happens. And on that note, really, if you are in your own head all the time about the fat gain and the fat loss, and if you've got two pounds of fat, three pounds of fat, that is getting in your own head a lot. Is thinking of a very narrow picture. Health is a lot more than that. So today, if you've been feeling burdened by a fat loss or you've, you, you're not dropping pounds or you've maintained or like you're not feeling great, there's a lot more ways that we can look at overall health and make moves towards that whilst we get back into a groove. So go for a walk, give someone a call, send someone a message, whatever it is today. It doesn't have to be about your own fat loss. It can be about helping others. And if you help others, you help yourself. Boom. And that's it for today, guys. We've got a few spots 
available for Forest if anyone is interested in coming last minute 29th of September to the 1st of October the schedule is awesome so email me scott at turtlemethod.com if you do want to come it's in West Wales it's a retreat fitness mindset all that stuff so I'll post more about that later on today but have a good day everyone and I'll speak to you soon